You are listening to the Break Free From Your Monkey Mind podcast, where you will be introduced to various techniques, ideas, and guests, providing you with ways to improve your mental health and help you take the first step towards your goals and aspirations. Let us inspire you today to learn, grow, and succeed. Here's your host, Tony Gordon. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever it is you are in the world. Thank you for joining me again on Break Free from Your Monkey Mind podcast. This is Series 3, Episode 11. And thank you very much for comments and from last week's episode. I really appreciate it. Um, I said then that we do this week is hypnotherapy or hypnosis on people. What is it and what are the most common questions I get asked? Now, it's... One thing really that when you ask different people, they'll always give you different answers to a lot of these things. The simple thing is, depends what your interpretation of when you hear the word hypnosis. What I mean by that is that there's a lot of people when I say that I do hypnotherapy and say, oh, you're a hypnotist. Well, yeah, hypnosis is the form of what we use. And hypnotists and hypnotherapists are two different aspects of people who use that type of form. What I mean by that is that a hypnotist, most people's mind goes straight to the stage hypnosis or somebody's in street hypnosis. And you know what I mean? The ones that you see that you have for entertainment purposes, you'll get people up on stage or do silly things. The most common thing people say to me is, you're not going to make me cluck like a chicken. I always say, no, you might walk like one, but you'll never cluck like one. Now, those people that do that and that go up to that stage, there's different things that the hypnotist is doing so he can find he or she finds out who are the most susceptible people to bring up on stage, who'd be the most fun. Because the people that go up on that stage already want to do that. They come to those shows knowing they want to get involved. They pretend to others they don't, but they really cannot wait to get up on the stage and see what happens. They want to know how it feels or what it's like, and they want to get up there and do that. People who come to hypnotherapy is slightly different. The hypnosis then, what the hypnotist does, is it is that's for entertainment purposes. What is a hypnotherapist that I do? Professional hypnotherapists are trained at level to utilise that more for the therapeutic purposes, so to help people to alleviate issues, mostly to go over things that's happened in the past or things that's stopping them from moving forward. And all the things you hear people talking about are fears, phobias, stress, overwhelm, burnout. These are all things that you'll hear people talking about. And they're all things, yeah, that and so much more that a hypnotherapy can do. Different hypnotherapists deal with different things or specialise in different things. A lot of them can do with more than one thing. Although they might say they're a hypnotherapist that specialises in, for example, anxiety or depression, but if you go and you've got other issues, they'd not be able to help with that as well. People specialise in these things or they see a certain, it's called a niche which just means that a certain type of person or client they're looking for, because that's what they want to specialise in. Those are the people that they really want to help the most, but it doesn't mean they can't help other people. So simply put, a stage, a stage hypnotist or street hypnotist does it for entertainment purposes, and a hypnotherapist is doing it therapeutically to help you to get away from an issue or to move forward in your life. And this question they always ask them is, because of the fact, again, I think from stage hypnosis, 
can everybody be hypnotized? Well, yeah, people can all be hypnotized, but not everybody wants to be. And that is the biggest difference. That is the most important thing when it comes down to it. Do you want to be? Because that's one thing that is, is difficult for a hypnotherapy as well. If someone comes along and they say, oh, I can't be hypnotized, or um, they don't want to be hypnotized, whatever it is, then that's fine. But why come along in the first place? You know, why would you pay money or want to go just to try and prove something wrong rather than try to do it right? And that's what happens to some people. If they come along and say no, that I can't really do it or I don't want to do that, then what was the point in that in the first place? And I think it's because they don't really understand hypnosis. Because all it is is a state of mind. And we go into these states all throughout the day. People don't always realise it. You have me mentioned before in here that when you drive a car, when you first start learning a car, it's right, I've got to right, open the door, sit down in the driver's seat, right, where's my gear stick, right, okay, there's the wheel, there's the mirrors, right, there's the pedals, what have I got to do first, seatbelt on, you start thinking all these things through, but now you're talking to whoever's going to the car with you, or you're talking to somebody else, it's maybe a passenger, whatever you've got, depending if you're a taxi driver or something, they would talk to the person behind them, they don't think of anything about it, they automatically shut the door, seatbelt goes on, start driving. And more importantly is when you go from A to B, especially going to work, because it's something you do recurring over and over, you don't actually even notice anything happening around about you. Sometimes you can get to work, get in, and someone say, oh, how was your journey today? How are you going to go? Uh, okay. You don't really know because you don't think about it. You just know you've went from A to B, and it's like you've lost a wee bit of time. That's what hypnosis is. It is a way of your unconscious of just being more heightened, but your body more relaxed. And you drift down out of these states all day long. We take information in, it's called subliminally, so when we're not thinking about it, but we're constantly taking information in, everything that's going on in the world. All that a hypnotherapist will do is they just work with your unconscious mind, your imagination or your creative mind to help you to achieve whatever the set goals and outcomes is that you've set out to do. How does it feel to be hypnotised? That's a good question. Because what I feel like when I get that hypnotised is not necessarily the same as you will. I said earlier at the beginning of this, so many questions, everybody could give you a different answer. And the reason being is because we're all unique. Every person on earth is different. So for some people, it may mean just lift the body feels so relaxed and light as if they're floating. Others say it's like a weight. It just... The body's just there and sits and doesn't move. What everybody agrees is, it is a lovely feeling because you are relaxed. It's probably more relaxed than you've ever been. That's the best way of looking at it. But your mind is awake. Your mind is actually heightened. Sleep is just a term that's used because it's easy for you to actually think of to get into that relaxed state. But your mind is heightened to anything that's going on and about what it hears. So that's why the next question I get isn't quite right either. People say, ah, when I'm under, when they use that word going under, that means I'm asleep. Well, no, you're going to be aware of everything that's happening to you. And everything that the hypnotherapist is saying, you will hear. All the time you'll hear everything. You will be deeply relaxed. Um, you'll be drifting in and out of different levels of awareness. But remember, I keep saying, 
your hypnotherapist is speaking to your acting part of the mind, which is at that point your unconscious mind or your creative part, whatever you'd like to call it. They're speaking with that, so you've got that heightened state. So if you're not asleep, do you remember everything after that? I suppose in some ways the easiest way to describe it is it depends on how deep any hypnosis you are. Most people do remember nearly everything, or at least most parts of it. You'll find that the hypnotherapist does give suggestions which are given to you and when you're in hypnosis, and it re it re resurfaced in your conscious mind. So you will think things about it afterwards. And these thoughts produce the changes in you, the changes that happen within you to make alterations to your behaviour and the way you think, how you feel, how you deal with emotions. Next one, I suppose, trying to think what the next would be. I think it would be that really people say to you, will I give away secrets when I'm hypnotised or is it mind control? Um, is it putting things into our mind to make me do things I don't want to do? No, none of that's true. As I said earlier, with stage hypnotism. A stage hypnotist does certain things before that the language you use, getting little tests done, they're called suggestibility tests. And you get people doing that just to see who, they'll notice the ones that go quickest, but also the ones whose eyes look amazed at what's happening, because normally they're the most susceptible ones. And if you think about it, if you've ever been to a hypnosis show, they pick, say, 15, 20 people at an audience. But once they go on stage and they do some more things, they cut that right down. So it can be any five or 10 people. They are picking those that are the best ones to have the most fun because it is an entertainment thing. But a hypnotherapist, for them, for you, they're looking to get the best results for you to change whatever it is you want to do. So looking at past things in the life is there. Are you going to get secrets? No. Um, it's it's only if you want something. We, as a hypnotherapist, we can't force you to do it and you don't really want to do it. It's up to you. If you don't believe in someone saying all that, your mind can automatically bring you out of hypnosis. And that's it. It just can stop there. Another question I get asked a lot when it comes to that is then, how do I know I will wake up from hypnosis? Well, no one has ever stayed in hypnosis indefinitely. If anything happens through it, and you're normally here, I haven't said I was saying at the beginning of a session or during the session to you, that if you need to, if anything urgent happens, they'll say nobody's looking for you now, but if anything does happen or you need to do something right now, you can always go and do that. It's letting you know that you can commit at any time. It's letting your mind know, yeah, if I need to commit, I'll commit. So even if something happened with a hypnotherapist and it stopped halfway through, you will come round. There's no rapport happening. There's nothing happening between you. Your mind will say, this isn't right. And it'll come round because nothing's going on. So you never have to worry about something like that. Another one I get is, are any side effects? I did think about this one because I, my first honest answer was no. There's no real side effects to hypnotherapy. And I said, well, yeah, actually there is. The side effects part are all positive ones because the side effects of hypnotherapy is if you really want to change, really do and that's why you're there you will change and you will change for the better either getting away from some pain it said it's been holding you back or moving towards something that you really want to do and those things that kind of change is amazing and the reaction for you the way you feel when it happens is fantastic
Some people say, I went to hypnotherapy before and it didn't work. I've had that and said, oh, it's no use, it's no use for me. What I'd say to them is, do you mean it didn't work that time? Or does it mean that you can't be hypnotized totally? And again, that takes me back to the question earlier, do you want to be? The most common reason for that, it can be, is just there's no, they call it rapport, there's no connection between you and your therapist. The, the most important part of the beginning between you is getting that to make sure. That's why the initial call that I do is not really related to what the issue my client's got is. It's more related to the fact of how do we get on with each other? Do we find it easy to connect with each other, to ask questions, you don't feel awkward? That's important. That's really important to me that when we're doing hypnosis, you need that because that trust has got to be there. One, for you, trust that I'm doing the best for you. But I have to trust the client as well that they are going to follow the instructions I say. And if there's things to do between sessions, they're going to follow that as well to make sure that they can get the changes they want. And I think the last one I'll stop now, the most common one I get, probably is can I deal with different problems at the same time? I get asked this quite a bit with people. Um, well, you can, but really as long as the the problems that you're talking about, there is a connection between them, some sort of relationship between them. Because you need to be focused on whatever it is you want to do, really concentrate to change the issue that you've got. So, for example, something that comes to stop smoking. If they're afraid of doing so in case they gain weight or... Um, the case that these people say they eat too much or they find something else to replace it with that they might not like. Well, that's because that's the way that we try and do it is the a symptom substitution. It's called replacing one thing with another addiction. But it doesn't always have to work that way. The parents, the therapist you work with will be good enough to, get to take that issue away that you don't have that. So in that kind of case, no, it wouldn't matter. Other things that like people say, like stress, anxiety, depression, well, yeah, because they're all connected. It's like stages that you get through. Start to worry when you think of little things in your mind, you start thinking, well, I don't really like this. That worry leads to stress. That's you physically and mentally get affected by all this worry, all these thoughts go through your mind. If it constantly stays in, it's there every week and going for months, that leads to anxiety. And that can then lead to then overwhelm or depression, some people call it, where you just have no apathy at all. You just sort of total apathy. You have no energy at all to do anything. You just nothing seems important to you. There's nothing you want, and you're like that constantly for weeks. So they're all connected. So if you go to see a therapist, then yeah, they will work with that. Preferably for me, I prefer to work someone who's stressed before it becomes overwhelmed upon them or depression. The reason I don't really like to see how not use the language depression and anxiety is yeah, they're medical terms, but so many people, so many clients that I've seen come to me and these terms are something that they have read about. They've not actually been diagnosed with an actual consultant or diagnosed with a GP or whoever they went to. What they actually do is they read up on symptoms and say maybe on Google or that and say, ah, that's me, that's what I've got. And that's not quite right. So I try not to use those lines because people also label them. So I've done talks on this before. I don't like the fact when someone labels themselves as that because it suddenly becomes part of them instead of being what it is an issue you're dealing with. 
deal with the issue concerned and not really what the title is or anything. Deal with the symptoms of it. What the issue is causing you, how to stop that from happening. And then you won't have to give it a title. You just get on with your life. And that's the important part. Now, one thing somebody asked me about, because I said I was going to be doing this this week, is they felt worried then about what hypnosis would feel like and that. So what I thought I'd do is just a little quick thing, just 10, 12 minutes or so, is I just a little quick, what we call induction. So in hypnotherapy, what you normally have is we call a pre-talk. That's when your hypnotherapist will explain to you what's going to happen. They'll have a little chat about it, like I've just done there really. Explain what hypnosis is and what the process is going to be in that occasion for you. And then you do a thing that's called induction. Induction is just a thing that they use to help you get your body relaxed and your mind alert. That's all it is. And then they'll do a little bit after that for whatever the change thing is you need to. They'll deal with your creative part of your mind and it to get that change in place. I'm not really going to do it like that today, but what I want to do then is just a simple little thing of a little induction so you get a chance to immerse yourself a little bit and see what this feels like. So it's just 10, 15, or well, 10, 12 minutes, maybe at the most. What I'd like you to do, first of all, is make sure that obviously if you're doing this, you're not driving. You're not doing anything that needs you to be in total control because you're going to be relaxed for a few moments. So a bit, taking a bit of time that's just for you. So if you can, wherever you are now, or you can play this later on, if you don't want to play it all right away, stop it here and go back to it later, is just to try and sit down somewhere that's comfortable. Preferably somewhere that you can sit, really relax with your feet flat on the floor. And put your hands gently resting maybe on your lap, just so your body feels totally relaxed and open. And if you get that, just take a few seconds just to get nice and comfortable. Just to let yourself totally relax and sink into that chair. Just get rid of any thoughts or cares you have about today. Just start to let your body and mind relax. Just beautifully relaxed, comfortable totally calm so that you feel safe and secure because what I'm going to do in a moment I'm just going to start getting to relax your body just starting from the top of your head right down to your toes just to get your body totally relaxed so if you just follow simple instructions just listen to me talking just do the best you can if you can't seem to do it right some people say you can find difficulty just follow instructions like just try and imagine just pretend that you do it in your mind and let your mind just wander. Just try and get yourself to relax as much as you can. Okay, so I'm going to start the setting through from the top of your head right down to your toes. Just to get your body totally relaxed and your mind also relaxed. All your cares and the worries and any feelings you've got will just fade away as you fall. More and more in this relaxed state. Deeper and deeper. So beautifully calm and relaxed. I'd like to just take a few deep breaths. Breathe in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Just do that two or three times. 
And as you do, just if you need to, just move your, your shoulders or your bum, your legs, just to make sure you're totally relaxed in that chair. And as you do, and every wee movement you make to get so relaxed just takes you deeper and deeper into that beautiful, calm and relaxed state. And as we start to do this now, I'd like just to use your mind and that powerful imagination you have, amazing imagination that allows you to just do what you want. Just try and get a sense of feeling the top of your head. Maybe you can just feel your scalp. If possible, close your eyes if you've not done so already and just try and imagine what that feels like and what that would look like if you could see the top of your head. Just get a sense of it. Just get that feeling in your mind. That's right. That's good. And now just let it totally relax. Just get that part of your body, just your head, just to relax now. And as you do that, that wonderful sensation of hypnosis will just start to move down from your top of your head, maybe down to your forehead, down over your nose, and all the little muscles, the little muscles around your eyes. Just get a sense of it there, like maybe you can feel them as they relax more and more. And just let them go. Let the feeling of relaxation just take over. Make sure I feel that they don't want to open. They just want to stay the way you are. Totally relaxed and calm. And that wonderful sensation of relaxing hypnosis just goes down over your ears, over your cheeks, and just down the muscles, maybe in the muscles in your mouth. You may even feel your jaw slightly open as your muscles in your mouth start to relax. That beautiful, warm, feeling sense of hypnosis just goes down the back of your neck and sense that all those muscles that are up to the back of your head are all totally relaxed now. Just let them go. Now this hypnosis moves down to your shoulders. Just pay attention to your shoulders now, how they're sitting, how they're feeling. And just release any tension at all that's in the muscles of your shoulders. Especially between your shoulder blades. Just if you need to, just move them. Let all that tension just come out, let them totally relax. That's great. You're doing great. Just let it all go. All the tension is gone. You're just getting pushed further and further down. It just feels like you're sensing your maybe your upper arms, your elbows, maybe even your forearms. And you start to feel them relaxing more and more now. You feel them go maybe slightly limp as you relax more and more. All the tension's gone. Just relax more and more now. Just let your hands and fingers relax. That's all the tension just releases through them. Gets out your hands. And you become deeper and deeper and deeper into a beautiful, wonderful, calm and relaxed state. Turn your attention to your back. Just picture that in the back of your mind. Sense it. As that wonderful hypnosis moves down from your upper back down to your lower back. Just get a picture of all that tension just floating away. Let it go. That's right. 
That's perfect. Now deep relax, more and more as the hypnosis moves down through your chest. Just get a feeling in your mind how relaxed you're becoming more and more. Just let it go. It's such a wonderful feeling. So relaxed and calming. And you feel that go down to your stomach. And just take your time as you feel relaxed there. You feel more relaxed. They're just letting everything go. All the tension, anything in the past is just floating away from you. Gone, forgotten, not able to come back. And as you go, and as you go further down, you feel that hypnosis go further down your body, through your hips. It just seems to be as if you just sink more and more into your chair, more relaxed, more calm. Now you feel it go over your thighs and your upper legs, the backs of your legs, down your calves, so relaxed. Your knees, right down the bottom of your lower legs, all that tension's gone, it's just disappeared, gone forever. And you feel relaxed more and more, all the way down to your feet. And there's those little muscles in the end of your toes, just letting all that tension go. You feel wonderful, you feel relaxed, so calm. So just beautifully relaxed, every part of your body. Just take a moment and feel what that's like, that all that tension is now going to every part of you. Feels great. And I want you just to think in your mind, think of a happy thought you had. Maybe it's a song that brings a thought to your mind. Maybe it could be from a film. Maybe a comedian. Maybe just someone you love. Just get the happiest thought you can think of. And how that feels. Just imagine that thought as it goes into your body. All that places in your body, it's just let all that tension go. Just imagine now if all that love, that great feeling when you felt so happy, so joyous, so amazing, could be in your heart and pumping through, pumping through the blood, all that goes through your whole system. It's just happiness and a great feeling. Get a sensation of whatever that place was like or the time when you felt like that. Imagine what you were like then, what you felt like, what happened to your body, how did it go? There may be just a smile on your face, it may be a laugh. It may just be a warm feeling throughout you, whatever it is, only you know. But thinking that maybe I said a time we a loved one that really made you feel great and happy. Could be the day you got married, it could be first day of job, could be first day of school, university, whatever it was in your life. Maybe when you met the ideal person, maybe it's a song that takes you back to that moment. Or a movie, we all seem to have things like that in life that can take us back to those happy times. Whatever it is, just take a moment to find that. That creative, powerful part of your mind will find that for you now. That's great. You're doing great. Remember, nobody needs you now. No one's looking for you. This is your time. So just take your time to find that happy thought. That's great. As you do, you're just feeling more and more relaxed. You feel great. You feel that sense of happiness emanating throughout your whole body. In fact, it's like a beautiful light in your body that's just shining through it right up through your face, 
through your cheeks, through your eyes. You can feel every part of you lighting up. It feels amazing. In a moment, just in a moment, I'm going to count to five. And when I do, from one to five, you just come round, you'll be happy. Okay, so I'm just going to count from one to five. That's great. So one, you start to feel little tingles, maybe as your body starts coming round. Two, that's brilliant. You're getting more and more relaxed. Feel good, but oh, it's 10. It's just listening up. Your body listening up as you start to come around. Three, every part of you now just feels brilliant. Your body feels totally relaxed. Your mind feels amazing. You've got that happy thought. Four, just take I've got all those sensations, but that thought is that's brilliant and bring it back with you. And five, you're now back in the room. That's fantastic. Well done. Just take a moment or so just to get yourself orientated within your room. That's great. That's brilliant. You did well. What I'd like to know is just think of that whenever you want to have you happy, you want to smile on your face, thank you, whatever you brought there. Well, I hope this has given you a little understanding of sort of frequently asked questions that I get and a little bit more understanding of what hypnosis and hypnotherapy is. If it's something you want to know more about, or something you think can help you, you've got a situation you need help with, please let me know. You can either contact me, Tony Gordon at changingyourmindlimited.com. That's Tony Gordon at changingyourmindlimited, the limited is ltd.com. Or just book a call, save you the hassle on it. Go to calendly.com forward slash Tony Gordon. So that's calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com forward slash Tony Gordon. It takes you to the booking system. Book a 30-minute free call with me. We can have a further chat about it. And if there's anything you want to do after that, we can arrange that as well. But thank you very much for listening in today again. And next week is the last one in a series of these things, and it's going to be on coaching. People ask me about the different types of coaching that I do. So I'm going to go through some of the different types that I do, what the difference is with them, and what kind of things they can help with. So thank you very much again. Appreciate everybody joins in. Take care of yourselves and your families, obviously. And I'll speak to you again next week. So thank you for that. Take care. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening and tune in next week for more great conversation, valuable tips, and positive ideas, allowing you to take your first step towards learning, growing, and succeeding.